0: I watched 16 games of football last week. Now, not all of them, not every minute, but I tuned in, checked in on every single football game going on. You know what I noticed in every single one? What it was lacking? Tell me, Bob. Fans holding political statement signs.
1: Oh, boy, you <laughs> went there immediately. Hi, welcome to i
0: Coming in hot now. Um, that is kind of the big story of today. Minnesota United banned fans and is banning the uh, Iron what symbol is it uh,
1: don't, don't give me it's advice. it's
0: like a it's like a cross with like three arrows in it um it was used for uh
1: i think it's called the iron front bob the iron oh
0: front. the iron front that's what it is um used against uh for, for the underground movement in world war ii against the nazis and it is now officially banned from mls stadium uh apparently everyone in mls became history buffs alex did you know that it's actually it's not a political statement they just really like history
1: and this, is just, this is just such a bad scene for the league. Uh, the league handled is wrong. The fans are handling it is wrong. The, each individual team, MLS, they're you know at home, they have their own policies. They're handling is wrong. This is now snowballing, out of control, and all it's doing is keeping people away. Supporters are ticked off. The casual fans are ticked off. No one is winning in this battle right now. MLS looks bad. The fans look bad. I mean, you know, something's got to happen. It's... I mean, you either got to let it go or come down hard. One or the other. I mean, there's, MLS is in between right now. They're, like, afraid to step on toes. But you can't just fuck. You can do this. The, 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 the law of the land, the way they have this with the no political statement, it's so gray that no one knows what they can wear, what they can bring. Well, I think
0: everyone knows what they can and can't do, and I think everyone is intentionally pushing those limits to make a, a statement. Um, I don't think everyone just became... Man in the High Castle fanboys last night. I, I think it is a, an intentional uh, pushback. It is meant with a political message. And the political message is not we don't like 1942 German Nazis. It's we don't like the current right wing. And, and that's why these people are getting banned. Um, just, just turn. Just come on, man. I want to see a capo stand with players, Alex, with fans, with supporters, who are wearing the jersey. <laughs> like... That's all uh, you see in, in NFL games. You look in the stands, you got a Giants game, blue. Jets game, green. Red uh, Bull uh, Arena, black, uh, yeah. purple, yellow, green. Yeah. Come on, man.
1: What's our national pastime in America? What are we known for? Baseball. I, well, baseball I football. A lot of baseball football. Yeah, you know, you know, I'm the type of guy that every sports marketing guy dreams of. I watch everything. I'm the 18 to 49 guy that loves sports. And I spend a lot of money on I watch a lot of baseball. I haven't seen one political protest. Teams play they did games. have
0: the one guy who rappelled down the side of the stadium to put a political no. banner up, and that is acceptable. If you're going to go to those lengths, I think uh, you actually get a pass. That that becomes cool again at that point.
1: To me, it seems like now we're – the, the, Look, MLS wanted to have this supporters culture, and they pushed that, which was making it separate from other sports, which yeah. was just cool. They got a lot of young fans into it, got some casual soccer fans involved. But now what's happening with this look-at-me – I am relevant, social media garbage. Yeah. It's crazy. Listen, we don't live in Portland. Portland's had some left versus right issues with violence. I understand that. No one supports violence any such way. gun control, whatever you want to talk about. But I don't understand why all of a sudden MLS games, this is now a topic. If you're alone- even
0: going to protest and they tell you we're not going to put your banner on TV, then you're just wasting the strength in your arms. Just do it somewhere else. Do it outside the stadium. <laughs> Go go, go to to your office, uh, go go to uh, the streets and do it, (laughs) you know, get out of the stands. Okay, Alex, we got to move on. I know we can go on for another 10 minutes and you're almost inclined to uh, because we don't really want to talk about any soccer. Um, Mexico beat the U.S. 3-0. Burhalter again playing out the back a little differently, but it's still kind of the same scheme going on. We saw some new guys. We saw some new faces. We saw some debuts, and we're going to see some more debuts tonight that I think we're really looking forward to. Alex, let's uh, talk a little bit about the U.S. men's national soccer team.
1: Well, as a supporter, you know, it's been rough. Uh, didn't make the World Cup, and a year-plus-long process while Dave Sarakin was the interim coach. Nowhere land, not building an identity or any kind of system or anything going on. Waiting to hire the coach, you know, the whole time he was in our league, and Greg Berhalter from Columbus Crew finally get the coach and now it seems like we wasted a year and now he's experimenting after the gold cup which we lost which is as a u.s fan is unsuccessful we always want to win the gold cup uh, especially against mexico arch rival of course failed one. uh now this is a rivalry game a revenge type game we get to play him at home a Giants game let's see what we can do for all to change the tactics he decided to play out of the back goalie with his feet to the, the defenders all in the penalty box now this happens teams around – now, around the world, the game has changed, obviously. You have to adapt with change. Man City is doing this incredibly well. They're one of the best teams in the world. They're at a billion-dollar payroll. Barcelona's doing this with Messi. the are tiki tiki-tiki-taki playing out of the back. These are guys that are in MLS – the step from MLS to the world soccer stage, playing against teams team like Mexico, which is top 20 in the world. It's
0: a lot different. <laughs> it's a lot different.
1: Colorado and not Columbus. I mean, this is, you're playing against the players in Mexico teams that are playing in the top leagues around the world. They're world-class players. And they like to the press. So when you press and you're playing at the back, all well, you're basically doing is giving in to the other team.
0: Yeah, yeah, you're, you're doing exactly what they want now. In hockey, I used to play hockey, and that was like the cardinal sin. If you ever pass a defender to a defender in front of the goalie in hockey, you'll be benched. That's like the cardinal sin. But in ho- in soccer, somehow people just think it's acceptable. Um, I was reading, I told you over the summer, a book by a famous soccer player, I know I'm going to pronounce his name wrong, Rude Goulet. Yes, Rude and, Goulet. Yeah. Uh, Dutch. His his like number sure. one thing. His number one thing that he says about a hundred times is like, if you play out of the back, you're gonna lose games. Like, get the ball upfield. That is, that is all you have to do in hockey, in soccer. It doesn't matter what sport you're playing. Get the ball out of the back.
1: It, it, Bob, it's fine if you want to play at the back, but you have to have the personnel to do that.
0: You, you need know? to have the best player at every position. Does the I mean, U.S. national it, it, team have the best player at every position?
1: It's an experiment. Each each week we have a different. left. We can't find a left back with a left foot to play left back at all. There's a different right back each week. The center back pairings are always changing each game. So how is the team going to get any kind of rhythm if they want to try to sell? Again, I understand what Bertolt was trying to do, but in this game, you saw it wasn't working early at all. After the first 20 minutes, the US were attacking; they were doing well. Once they gave up, that they uh, Sergio Des got burnt on the right side. Uh, you know, the HO made his debut. The eyes kid, yeah, it was okay, but he's a he's a right he's a right footed guy mm-hmm. playing on the left side. That's not his natural position. Uh, he got burnt on the goal for Totorito in the 21st minute. I mean, once you saw that it was the abandoned strategy and Verholter tried to do this. We're pegging around all. The rest of the game kept trying trying to play at the back. Constant turnover after turnover, after turnover, back seconds did not look comfortable with the ball at his feet. He did not play like that way in the Bundesliga. Why would he play it here? I don't know. But again, is looking at this. Is He's not looking at results. He's looking at trying players, different strategies. Remember the, the Tyler Adams right back yes, hybrid. Yes, 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 system. yes.
0: That experiment.
1: That either i mean now he's hurt we don't know how that's gonna work i, I, I applaud berhalter for trying everything the world is changing the game is changing a lot more teams are going this way but he did not have the personal to do that in my opinion doing that it seems like Barbados. The US teams, Virginia, teams that not you're not-
0: gonna win with, with that aren't gonna be pressing on the on the u.s <laughs> national squad now i do have to add um that i would rather at this point if we're gonna lose i'd rather you lose with the young guys <laughs> are you at least with me there
1: Absolutely. And again, you're going to see Jesse's artist and Will Trapp, the old Columbus crew guys, again, getting minutes. Why? Nobody knows. Again, if you're going to experiment, then experiment with the younger guys. Yeah. I understand he veteran leadership. You can do a lot better veteran leadership than Jesse's artists and Will Trapp. That's just my opinion. They know his system, the way he thought process years at Columbus together. This is the U.S. National Team. This is not an MLS All-Star Team. There's a big difference. People need to realize that. And again, it's a little scary with someone. U.S. hasn't scored, uh, not scoring goals, not getting results. Uh, it's still a little early in the process, World Cup qualifier process, but the alarm bells are ringing off. Burholter's really got to start finding a, a set number 11 and start using these guys on a regular basis to get better before World Cup qualifier.
0: Absolutely. Now, they're, they do play again tonight against Uruguay. Uh, Those lineups are already out. I believe the game has actually already started. So we got to uh, move on quickly here, Alex. Um, what are you looking for tonight?
1: Uh, you know, a little different. Some more action, like, uh, more opportunity scoring goals. Last last game against Mexico, they had one or two chances, and that's about it. I mean, Alfredo Morales, the Bundesliga guy, seems very good in midfield. A lot of grit, a lot of fight. He was in the, he got a lot of fifty-fifty balls. He was in the face. Mexico seemed like he was really into the rivalry game, which is good to see. Again, I just mentioned Sturges, the young eight-year-old from Ajax. Uh, he had a couple chances. It looks like he and Pulisic on the left side to do some nice attacking things together going forward. But other than that, there, was, there wasn't there was much in the attack at all in this game. And as a U.S. supporter, you want to see more offense, more attack. U.S. is not showing that lately, and it's a little scary.
0: Absolutely. So we're going to be looking at those new names tonight, um, and, and hopefully we, we get some kind of result. I think at this point, a good result would just be looking better, playing entertaining soccer. You can't forget, you could have the best team. If it's not entertaining to watch... We're, we're Americans. We, we're, there, how many sports are there on TV right now on ESPN plus you can easily, you know, put on NFL football. If MLS is going to compete in this country, it's good. It's got to be through the national team. You saw a big bump in uh, women's attendance. We're looking for that men's bump and, uh, it's only going to happen when this team gets better. Um, they, they need to start winning some football games. So again, um, although it is a friendly, there is, it feels a little different this time around, um, especially with the success of the women's national squad. We do quickly want to move on and review some of the MLS games from last weekend. We had uh, NYCFC move into first place. It was a short week. They beat New England Revolution, which was a squad that was quickly moving up into playoff contention. And uh, NYCFC won. Uh, Medina with a goal. Medina with a penalty kick goal. Alex, did you catch any of this game?
1: Oh, yes, I did. Oh, by the way, let's add that. Red card, nine
0: minute and 50 yellows afterwards.
1: I, uh, not the to two mile horn, but I was four and one again this week. So you were. I watched a lot of this game uh, during the college football Saturday game. This is a back and forth affair. A bear is that when A Bear's is not playing for NYCFC, they're not exactly same explosive front three to have. But Matita steps in. I mean, this kid was he, he was he was all over. The field. He was excellent in this game. Again, a uh, uh, questionable red card early against Delamea Maya with but the video review. I, I I don't think that's a red card with Kurt Newing really bad in this game. They're winning one nothing early. Uh, it was 1-1 one, one late. In injury time, a tree pick takes the ball down the left-hand side. Farrell trips him. His shoe comes off. I don't Medina in injury time makes it 2-1. Again, I've been talking about NYCFC all year. I think they're going to win the East, and I still think that. they got a three-point lead right now and a game in hand. Things are looking really good for New York City. Again, playoff time. What's going to happen when the Yankees are home in the playoffs? New York City home playoff. They're going to
0: be team. playing up in uh, Hartford again. Uh,
1: I, my understanding is the league already told him you cannot play Hartford. You're going to have to play Looks like City Field. I heard the rumor is, is-
0: Oh <laughs> man. That would be yeah, so no, bad.
1: One baseball stick. But what one if, the,
0: if the what if the make Mets make the playoffs, playoffs, Alex?
1: I don't know. <laughs> if the Mets do make the playoffs, they have no other choice but to play Red Bull Arena.
0: I <laughs> I was talking with uh, a certain head of something from Red Bull. Not going to give any names out, and they say that every year as kind of a troll. They they put in a bid like we'll let you play for a million dollars a game at Red Bull Arena and it gets shot down every year. This is going back like four four uh, no two two years ago now. Um, and if that's still going on, that is th- the best troll ever. <laughs> um, yeah, I guess they'd have to be at Red Bull Arena. That that would be spectacular.
1: I mean, I, I, they I mean on paper they have a really good squad. Mexico Land I think they're best on paper in East. And to not have a home a real home field a real soccer field and you know, playing in that band box Yankee where everyone and smaller dimensions, almost like playing indoor soccer. It, it almost feel bad for New York City FC fan. I mean, what's going on with the stadium situation and now with the playoff situation? Because they have a
0: really good team. <laughs>
1: and, 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 and MLS, I'm sure, is not happy. This is not a good look for the league either. So something's got to happen there real soon.
0: There are a couple other games that happened. Uh, TFC smacked around Cincy 5-1. I don't think we really need to go there. There's I a- mean,
1: Cincinnati. I mean, going forward, I'm going against Cincinnati the rest of the year. They have this game. They had no heart. It looks like they've, they've just checked out on the season. Guys that aren't even playing for the jobs next year. I know they got a new coach. They're going to totally revamp next year. This is one. I, I was a little, I was wrong with Cincinnati at the beginning. Of the year. I thought they'd be a little yeah. better because they were good. solid you know, MLS teams out a hard time playing up last year?
0: They picked up a whole bad. bunch of veterans, but unfortunately, they had no stars. And it, you just because you have a whole bunch of veterans doesn't mean they're going to play well together.
1: New GM, a second coach. I mean, uh, the, Kenny Stieff went back to Belgium. He had enough. He didn't want to be the DP here. That was a sign of something. Things are gonna happen again. I'm since the ownership seems to be uh proactive. I think they're make a lot of changes next year. Wouldn't be surprised if they're like a Minnesota year two or three and bounce back to be a, a playoff contender.
0: All right, uh, Orlando two, LAFC two. Didn't quite see that being the score. Some. Awesome, awesome uh, early chip goal by Nani to tie it up in the 13th minute. Just one minute after Adrian Perez scored um, to give LAFC the lead. Uh, it stayed that way for uh, another seven minutes. Orlando scored, and we, we were watching. We we're like, what's going on here? It's 2-1. That score lasted till the 78th minute. Diego Rossi did end up putting in the game-tying goal in something we did not see coming, Alex. Uh,
1: again, LAFC playing without the MVP. League Carlos Vela, they were at a couple stars this game. They basically have the number one team wrapped up. I can see Bob Valley take, doesn't want to get injuries, just taking the foot off the pedal a bit. Again, late in the game, Diego Rossi with a little give and go. I think it was Diamante uh, uh, to the tie the game at 2 2. Orlando's been stinking many times this year. Either a late goal, going against them, or just missing just to get the win. Looks like they're going to miss the playoffs again in Orlando. I, I, you know, I'm expecting the coach to be fired if they don't make the playoffs. You know, LAFC, the classic league, once they get all their guys back. From international duty and injuries, they're going to be a tough out now
0: in MLS. Absolutely, it is worth noting that uh, of the 13 shots LA took, or were on target, or were on target. So um, definitely not something that LA wanted to do. They did have 63% possession and looked like they could have won that game, but they did not. Apparently, we're only counting the balls that go in the net, Alex. That's that's the name of the game. Um, Colorado beat Seattle 2 nothing. Um, Seattle had no starters. Everyone gone for international break. I guess that's the thing about being a really good squad, Alex. Uh losing your players on weeks like this. And Seattle's looking to make a playoff spot. I mean, they they're not at the top of the table there.
1: This is this this is a this is a bad day, Remlet. This is a makeup game from a snow out in like April. Uh, and they put the game on during international break where Seattle had ten call ups. They only had 14 guys. They had to go guys from Tacoma in the USL.
0: The Tacoma Defiance, making... which is just an awesome-sounding squad. Oh,
1: going into the high altitude, Colorado, Robert Frazier on a high beating the Rebels the week before. Yeah, basically got no chance. They were playing, you know, USL guys in this game. Uh, Shinishiki having a great year. Whereas a rookie, seven goals. They had two in this game. Colorado is being spoiler-hurting playoff chances. Team. This is a bad look for the league. There's no way Seattle should play this game on this day. They should have picked another day. They basically had no chance to get three points, and three points in the West is right now. You could be two points separate second to like seven.
0: Well, and let's see. Drop- Seattle, excuse me, I did actually speak incorrectly. The team that was kind of on the verge of looking and that needed to win was Portland, so I do want to do want to throw that out there. It was not Seattle. Seattle is in second place, but they have 46 points. Minnesota, 45. San Jose, 44. RSL, 43. Timbers, 43. Dallas, 43. Galaxy, 42. So it is really close. And, and this game could have some real implications. I was correct about that. I was cor- wrong about the, the, the placement of the team. Uh, yeah, that, that's tough, Alex. They they really could have caught some separation, but instead catch uh, <laughs> the losing side of Seattle. Uh,
1: you know, again, the league's got to think about next year playing during a national break. You, uh, MLS can't, you know, with the salary cap only three DPs. Most likely the DPs are getting called up to national team duty. You can't be playing guys from USL late in the season trying to get points for a playoff position. I mean that that just they should just be off. Just like the rest of the world is off during international break. There's no way I'm like to be playing these games during any kind of international competition.
0: Last but not least, Portland beat KC and uh now KC's, it's very hard looking at the chart and doing this. KC's uh playoff hope may may just about be over. They are uh six points out. This would have been a really, really big win for that squad, but they could not take it's a Portland Portland uh, beats them two to one. Is there anything last uh, we want to say here?
1: Uh, Brian Fernandez is a little cold, but he got the game winning goal late to get the point for Portland, the critical three point in the playoff position. Uh, he's got 11 goals now in 16 games. If he gets hot, Portland is going to win a lot of games, especially if that home game you know, it's a tough place to play uh, big win by them sporting Kansas city, but devastated with injuries this year. I mean, you know, Again, they got the curse of the, the Champions League at the beginning of the season. A lot of teams that go to Champions League with the MLS season starts, they just fold. They can't handle it. Toronto last year looks like Kansas City has this. This year, Red Bulls, to a degree, also have that same disease. Uh, Sporting Kansas City is going to be out looking outside of the playoffs, looking in when the, when the season's over in the past six weeks.
0: Okay, and with that, week 27 is in the books. Week 28, we're here to predict. Now, there are eight teams. There are four Wednesday game. games. There are eight wow. teams that play twice this week. So this this week for a couple teams, we're gonna know the playoff picture. The playoff picture going to next week is gonna look a lot different than it does now. And unfortunately, we're running out of time. Uh, I already see that the U.S. men's team is down 1-0. one zero.
1: guys great goal by Brian uh, Fernandez, the uh, L.A. Gal L.A. Uh, FC 18 year old. What yeah. a rip! It, it's a world. It makes waste see this goal. It's fantastic.
0: Well, because of that, in honor of us. Hurrying up to watch some soccer. Uh, we're gonna do a lightning round. I name the team, you tell me the score. NYCFC Toronto.
1: Two one NYCFC. A bear injury gives me concerned. However, I'm still going NYCFC their home.
0: Houston Dynamo, Minnesota United.
1: I like Minnesota on the road when this game. I know it's tough, but I'm taking Minnesota two one.
0: Colorado Galaxy.
1: I can't see Colorado third upset in a row. Laton's gonna be ticked off. RAS, I'm taking LA Galaxy two one on the road.
0: RSL San Jose.
1: This is a tough game. I, I went back and forth. I'm going to take Salt Lake one nothing in this game.
0: Good stuff. NYCFC in their second game plays San Jose.
1: Again, I don't want to go against San Jose. They've been playing well, but going to New York City from Rail Salt Lake four days later, New York City's been so, home. I'm taking New York City 2-1. I
0: think that's a good call. Okay. Vegas. Alex coming for you. Okay. Chicago, Dallas.
1: Dallas at home all the time. I take them, but now they're on the road at Chicago. Chicago thinks they have a chance to make the playoffs. I'm gonna take Chicago one nothing. Atlanta
0: United hosts Columbus.
1: This game, uh, I think Atlanta is gonna win by at least two goals, three to one.
0: Orlando City hosts New England.
1: This is the nail in the coffin for Orlando. This is where they get eliminated. New England's gonna go on the road and win two one.
0: Montreal hosts FC Cincinnati.
1: Ah, you know Cincinnati's done. They packed it in. Montreal needs the game. Their their last. They're on the last team out looking down the east. They're going to win this game
0: 2-0. In a early preview of the MLS Cup, Philadelphia hosts LAFC.
1: This is a great game. Uh, I'm not sure of cars of LF status. I'm still taking LAFC to win this game
0: 3-2. And that, I feel like now we're heading into the primetime slates because Sunday is all secondary. That's all secondary to football now. All season long, that is going to be secondary to football now. Saturday, final game of the week. Vancouver hosts Houston Dynamo in a game that no one knows what's going on. Alex, what are you taking that's
1: here? A, that's a game that you either catch up on your DVR shows or you watch football or college football that day. You, you know, say, is that
0: Saturday? I want to say that Saturday? that's Saturday, ten o'clock. So there's really not much yeah, else going on. That may, hey, maybe you're going to go to bed and wake up early for football the next day.
1: Hey, you got the Pac-12 going on during that time. I'll probably catch a Pac-12 game instead. That this game is
0: we weird. we kid, but the funny part is with these bad teams, sometimes. Since they don't play defense, they actually put up really <laughs> uh, hey, exciting I games.
1: Think it's a lot so good. I mean, was surprise. again. Vancouver. I'm going to take Vancouver home and, on the turf, one nothing.
0: Portland hosts DC United.
1: Oh, this, this this is a big game for both teams. Portland's at home. I'm taking Portland two nothing.
0: Toronto hosts Colorado.
1: Toronto needs the game. I know Colorado's been spoiled. Just played four days earlier. Going at on the road to Toronto. Toronto's going to win this game two one.
0: And so United hosts RSL.
1: This is another wow game. Uh, so important for both teams. Minnesota's almost taking a 1 nothing.
0: Good stuff. Seattle Sounders host the New York Red Bulls.
1: Red Bulls uh, at 500 right now, slipping badly. Chance of firing armis in the stands, not good. Seattle kicked off about the league, having to play, minus all their players on their national duty. They're going to come home to a hostile crowd. I can't see Red Bull winning this game on the turf. Uh, I know Jordan Morris has played two games the you know, for the US nationals, yeah. you might be tired, but I'm still taking Seattle. Yeah, Seattle leads this game, then they're gonna be home. They're not dropping points at home. It's gonna be two one Seattle.
0: LA Galaxy hosts Sporting K C in the finale. Too bad Sunday night football is on at that time. Ten o'clock on Sunday.
1: Uh this is again sporting Kansas City's this is, their season ends right here. They're not gonna win in LA. LA's gonna win this game too. Much.
0: Good stuff. Alex, do you have anything else to add for week twenty eight? Um, not much.
1: Uh, we, I've been watching the U.S. game in the background. They played much better today, again, against Mexico. But, again, Uruguay is one of the top ten teams in the world. With So much young talent. Uh, you know, in the back, again, we have question marks. Midfield question marks. Tyler Boy looks okay up front. But, you know, the jar- sergeant, the 18-year-old kid, we're trying to groom to beer center forward. He's definitely not ready. He, it's Josie Alcantara's job to lose. his going forward.
0: All right. You heard it here first. MLS, Week 28, guys. ID Sports.